I get no sleep. Shot, I tell homie I feel supreme. Hey, they say what you saw, you gon' read. Hey, I talk to God in my slay, 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 slay. Yo, it's Snapper Dean, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. You're listening to episode 17 with my guy, Benji Hole. Benji's a young dude who goes to school up in Canada. Uh, he loves leading worship. He actually loves worship music. He actually is studying worship arts in his college. So we'll talk about that and worship music and music in general. Also, we talk about how is it being a young leader in this world today and how can he encourage other young leaders. We'll talk about college. We'll talk about college in Canada. We'll talk about Canada. And again, we'll just talk about music. I love Benji. I met him at a camp that I was leading at. So, of course, we'll share some stories from there. But Benji's a great guy who loves Jesus, who loves people, and is a young dude that is going to change the world. So, I hope you enjoy this interview with him. Enjoy. That's good. Yo, again, what's up? I'm back with my guy, Benji Hole. Benji, what's poppin', dude? What's up, man? Pumped to be here. Yeah, man. Benji is an 18-year-old. Uh, what school do you go to, man? Trinity Western University. Let's go. Go Spartans. Uh, Trinity Western University is not in America. Where are, you, where are you going to college, dude? Langley, British Columbia, just across the border <laughs> from Linden. <laughs> that is amazing. So... Benji is a 18-year-old dude that I met at a Chihuahua Peak camp. Um, Man. I <laughs> camp was amazing, dude. That seems like so long um, ago. Yeah, it honestly, like, when I, like, see you and, like, I talk to you, I'm like, to me, I, I feel like we've known each other for, like, five, ten years. Amen. In reality, we've known each other for, like, three, four years um, and really knew each other, hung around each other for six days. But, um, uh, yeah, man, and we'll talk about that later so people can – kind of know our backstory and why we are talking today but um benji man i you're such a positive guy like from the second i met you at chihuahua like positive dude with the best energy um but it leads me to ask this question of everybody is like what's your why like why do you do what you do yeah definitely um man what's my why there's like, there's no explanation just except for people. Like, oh, man, I just love people. Like, when I – the reason I get up in the morning is people. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, we believe in this big God, and we believe in this God who just loves abundantly. Um, and in Matthew 22, Jesus says, in response to some Pharisees asking him, Teacher, which of these are the greatest commandments? He says, love the Lord your God. And then the second one is to love your neighbors yourself, man. Yeah. And, like, I, I even got that tatted on my skin, like, my, okay. my left arm says, love God and love people. Uh, that's my why. Like, cause, cause what, I'm, what we're called to do is get up in the morning and you get up and you, you love God and you're in the word and you go out and you're loving on, you're loving on your brother, your mom, your dad, your sister, your neighbor. Uh, you know, people are my why. That's why, that's why I'm here. That's why I chose to go to school in Canada. Yeah. Um, that's why I want to do worship ministry. Like, Everything mm-hmm. comes back to just loving people in the way that God has shown love to me. Wow. That's so huge, man. I love what you said because in Matthew, what a lot of people don't get about that Matthew scripture is that he doesn't just say, like, love people. He says this one is equally as important yeah. as loving your father, which is I think people miss on that because, yeah, like, 
he says it's you know important but he's like no literally if you're a loving me you need to love people mm. tell like, it like you have to love people so benji i just want to speak about that you went to a school um a big high school yeah correct yeah, yeah about like 1800 or so pretty yeah. big big high school uh kind of around like the same number that of kids mm. that i went to high school with and i knew i had this problem but as you know, as a young guy, literally, you know, an 18 year old dude, like literally young guy, just in college, like, how would you speak to someone in a big school? Because, yeah, you can love people. But what if those people don't want don't want you? And I'm sure you've, you've gotten that before. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. How do you, how do you respond to because you went to North Central, right? I went to West Valley. Oh, West Valley. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of Adrian. Uh, but you went to West Valley. And big school and i know there weren't all believers so how do you love people when people don't want to be loved the way that you love people if that makes sense yeah definitely no i uh it's hard man just like you like we both played football in high school and um and that's that's a toxic environment to be in honestly um mm -hmm. sometimes just a lot of the things that are said and a lot of the, the lifestyles that are lived like they don't line up with scripture they don't line up with what jesus calls us to um <clears throat> And sometimes it takes, I think for me, like I took a year off of football uh, just because I couldn't be in that environment. Like it was, it just wasn't good for my soul. Mm. Uh, but like I went back. Um, yeah. And one of the biggest things that I had to realize that God had just kind of said was I need to be willing to say no. Um, and sometimes as like, as Christians, like we want to just be all out. We want to be just like, no, man, we just got to, we just got to keep telling them. We got to keep telling them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, I love, I love that idea of sometimes you plant the seed, sometimes you water the seed and sometimes you get to harvest the seed. Hmm. Um, and honestly, like loving people in high school and especially as a football player was just a lot of planting seeds and watering. And it, it wasn't necessarily as much as saying, Hey man, we can't do that. Cause Christ says not to, mm -hmm. it was living my life differently than the way that other people were living theirs. That's deep, bro. Uh, and just like even past football, like I was on student leadership and did a lot of just stuff throughout the school. Um, it all it, it comes down to lifestyle, mm -hmm. uh, comes down to how you choose to live your life, because it's easy. It's easy to talk a talk. Um, but when you when it comes down to it, you got to make that choice. Do I do I want to choose these things that aren't necessarily like scripture based that that would be frowned upon if like if. If your youth pastor heard that you did that and you're like, oh, man, he'd be bummed. Yeah. You probably don't want to be, like, participating in that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a good rule of thumb. Uh, and, like, it just comes down to lifestyle, man. Like, Yeah. And I, I, uh, one of the most important things that God gave me was my guys. There's, uh, there's six of us. And we, uh, we all split up and went to different schools. But in high school and even, even now, I've already met with a couple of them. Only been back a few days. Uh, but you just gotta you gotta surround yourself with yeah. people that are gonna support you and push you to pursue Jesus to the fullest to. extent. Yeah, that's so good, bro. And I think I think what you say is big because you know I played football too, and it it was toxic. It's it's a different level, but I think this is what I found in football is you have a bunch of guys, and this is not representative of my team, um, but a bunch of guys who didn't have hope. You know what I mean? Like, their hope is, mm. I need this D1 scholarship, D2, D3, D3, Juco, whatever it is. 
I need this scholarly, and if I don't get it, my life is nothing. I have no yeah. Hope. And I mean, think about this for young people, and you're not directly leading young people, but like for young people like yourself, <laughs> like if I told you, yo, Ben, all you have hope is in football, you'd be like, what? Like, because you have more hope than that. And I think so many football guys and even people in sports, all of their worth is wrapped up in that sport. So they have no worth in anything else. So when they're told, like, yo, you're loved by Jesus, they're like, I don't care. Is he going to give me a scholarship? You know what I mean? Yo, Uh, definitely. So that's huge, bro. And I think I've always heard, and I'm sure you've heard it, like, surround me. Show me who you surround yourself with, and I'll show you who you are. Mm. And and to push That's back good. to push back on that just a little bit because I like playing devil's advocate is we gotta also think like yes who you surround yourself with is who you are but maybe who you surround yourself is who you'll change and like I know that's so kind of cultural oh say it but, say that <laughs> but I just think I think we because what happens is we tell kids that right like yo. So do not surround yourself with the druggie, the pregnant mom, the this, the that, the this, the, the, you know, the homosexual. Don't do that because, like, don't surround yourself. I've never heard that. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, speaking in yeah, generality. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't surround yourself with these people. But what if, like, God wants us with those people? Yo, who, who was Jesus hanging out with? Hey, the lepers. The, the paralytics. People, the, the ugly The people. thugs. The thieves. Like. Gangsters. He was hanging out with the NWA. No, I was playing. But, like. <laughs> Like, that's who Jesus is with, Benji. And I think it's so huge that you say that because you say six guys. And I'm sure those six guys have made some dumb decisions before. Oh, we we all made them dumb decisions. We're boys. But you guys are together and you are around each other and you don't leave when a guy falls. You guys are just there to pick him up. Mm. That's so big, man. Um, Yeah, man. Sorry, I I started preaching for a second. Uh, But... uh, (laughs) So I think that that leads perfectly into like my next question is like, what do you think? So you said worship arts and you're going to Trinity. Um, is it called Trinity Western? Yeah. Trinity Western. Trinity Western. You're going to Trinity Western. Go Spartans is, that, is what Spartans. I heard. And so how, like, what, why worship? Like, dude, you're a smart guy. You're intelligent. Like, why would you? Man, you too kind. Why would you go to school for worship arts, bro? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, man. So I, uh, like, it's funny that we talk about, like, football scholars and that kind of thing. I, uh, so this time last year, I actually really wanted to go play football at George Fox. Mm -hmm. It's this little tiny, tiny D3 school in Oregon. And I, uh, I was actually going to study political science, believe it or not. I wanted to be a politician. I wanted Dude. to save the world. Like, I had this dream of just being president, sitting up in the White House, like, just hanging and talking with world leaders, fixing the world. <laughs> you know, you know. And, uh, oh, that's so man, funny. I, uh, oh, man, so I did a preview weekend at Trinity Western. Uh, and so I just went up and visited for the weekend and mm-hmm. stayed on campus. And I met with the political science professor there just because I was, I was pretty dead set on George Fox and I really just wanted to go there and play ball. And, but I met with the polls professor and like, I'm not going to say his name just because I respect him now, but he was the most boring person I have ever met (laughs) in my entire life. (laughs) 
And so I meet with him and I'm sitting there. It's over lunch. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, he is drier than the food. Like it was so boring. I just was like, I can't do four years with him. And so I've just been, I've been leading worship at my church for our youth group for about a year and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I was just chilling in that. And I was like, you know what? I love playing the guitar. I love leading worship. I'll just go talk to the worship arts professor. Hmm. Like it's no biggie. I'm pretty sure I'm going to George Fox anyways. Um, and I went and I talked to him. And this is like, like this is probably the, one of the coolest things guys ever done in my life. Um, I had just a burning bush moment through this worship arts professor. And this guy, he's six six, like big guy, just big booming voice. Yeah, uh, sounds like he'd be like a Morgan Freeman narrator or something uh, like that. But uh, I just, as I'm sitting there with my mom and him, just hearing about the program, I just, I hear God say, Benjamin, like, like I know you want this, I know you want George Fox, but in mm -hmm. faith, you need to follow me here. This is where I'm going to use you. This is where you can serve. Um, and I'll be honest, I did not like that. I did. I, I wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to go play football. I wanted to just be this, this stud D tackle. Like I wanted, I wanted that football life. That's where my worth was. Um, and I, and I wrestled with that. I wrestled with that for a few days. Mm. Um, and as we were leaving Trinity Western, I looked at my mom and I said, I think I'm going to go here. Wow. I think this is, I think this is where I'm going to go to school. I think God's calling me here. I think this is where I need to be. Uh, and so I, I went, I got home and I, I, I waited a couple of days cause I was still unsure. And I was like, I was like, God, are you really calling me there? Like, is this really where you need me to be? Not four days after I left, I got a call from a student representative saying, Hey Benji, how was your preview weekend? Like, what did, do you have any questions? Like, can we help you get here? And I was just like, Oh man. Yep. God's talking to me through this person on the other end of the phone, just saying like, uh, and so like after that, after that little excursion of just going to Canada and visiting, and um, I kind of just dove all in. Wow. Um, and there's like definitely had my, my doubting Thomas moment. And I was just like, like, is this really it? Is that really what's going on? Um, but yeah, man, I love it up there. I, uh, I look back and I, it's one of those things you look back and you see all those moments that God was preparing you for that. They say hindsight's twenty twenty, uh, And it's just like, wow. Wow, this is where I'm supposed to be. That's deep. That's so deep. So that's crazy. Because I, I can remember, like, I can remember talking to you and you were like, I'm going to play football in college. Yeah. Like, you, were, you were set on football in college. And you mentioned George Fox, I think. And I was like, dope, that's cool. But I could tell this is, this is me, like, just looking at you. I was like, this guy's not playing football in college. Not because you weren't a stud or anything, but I was like, nah, this man, this man's going to be a pastor. Like, oh, come on now. And I was like, I was like, this is what he's going to do. Um, not saying I told you so, but I never told you, but I told you so. So um, look where you are. Uh, but with being in Canada, like how, what's been, what are like three things that have been hard and three things that have been like really cool, um, to learn or to take hits on or like what's been good and bad. Definitely. Uh, so the, uh, the first one that's been hard, it's been being on my own. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm the oldest in my family. Um, and so I have a younger brother. He's 15. 
And, oh, I love that boy with all my heart. Mm. When I went away, uh, I was too cool for him when I was in high school. And I, and I came back to visit, and all of a sudden, he was too cool for me. Ooh. But I, <laughs> I love him so much. I am his biggest fan. Huh. Um, so just being on my own and, like, not having my younger brother with me 24-7 yeah. has been hard. Uh, I love Cooper. He's, he's my boy. Uh, definitely, like, just being without my parents and, like, making decisions on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and it's going to lead into a cool one. Uh, I had to choose to go to church on my own. Like, it was, it was up to me. Was I going to go to church on Sunday mornings? Um, and I, I kind of just, like, got sucked into going. And it was, it was awesome. And it leads, actually, to a really cool moment. Uh, so one of the cool things that's happened has been the church that I go to is called City Collective Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just this tiny little church plant. We meet in a middle school gym. Like, that's how church planty we are. Um, it's freezing cold. The heat is off all the time. Um, really cool opportunities. I, uh, I got involved with them. They were there on what's called O-Day, so orientation day. Mm-hmm. And just got to know them. And they're our lead pastor, Jason Charles. Shout out, Jason. He's a wonderful man of God and has just become a beautiful mentor for me. Wow. Um, and just really one of the cool things that's happened up there is just getting plugged into that church and, uh, just, I lead worship with them, play bass, love slapping the bass, mm-hmm. uh, and just really cool moment. I'd say probably, probably the hardest thing that I have gone through, um, has been, oh man, that's hard. The hardest thing has been staying true to who I want to be. Uh, you know, you, you get off on your own and mom and dad aren't there to, to chastise you if you make a bad decision or to be like, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing this. Mm. But uh, like when, I, when I'm out there, like it's, there's opportunities to go out and to party. And, and I'm no saint. Like I've definitely like I messed up and I, I've made some decisions that like when I look back, I'm like, all right, come on now, son. Mm-hmm. You could have been better than that. Uh, but like staying true to who I want to be. Um, so like, like keeping myself in check and building up that accountability up there where other people are keeping me in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been probably, probably the hardest thing is just because you're on your own. Yeah. You have an opportunity to reinvent yourself to be who you want to be. Uh, and oftentimes there's been opportunities where it's like, hey, do you want to go out and do you want to go party? But like, in reality, I got, I got a quiz tomorrow morning that I should study for. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got finals next week and like just all this stuff that's gone on. And yeah, yeah, man, just staying true to who I want to be. That's huge. And I think that goes with, that goes with not just who you want to be, but why. Like, what's your why? Like, that always plays back. Mm. That's my tagline of life. Like, every young guy that, it's like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm like, what's your why? If you don't have it, you need to turn around and check that quick. Because mm. what you want to be is cool, right? Like, like Benji wants oh, yeah. to, you know what I mean? But like, why, you know, so like the reason you make decisions, and even if you made dumb decisions, like the reason you make decisions and the decisions you make is because you know why you, why you, do, why you do what you do. And if something doesn't fall in line with your why, it's a pretty easy decision to go. Nah, I'm good. Um, 
And I think, Benji, I think that's so key to speak to young leaders is that when you're young, temptation is even louder. Um, it's, it's, it's the loudest it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think so often we, uh, we like run away from that and we're like, well, young people are just dumb because they just make dumb decisions. But I'm like, well, what if you teach them what their why is, right? Because someone taught you, your parents, you have a brother, you have people around you, you have your six guys, you have people who have led you, your youth pastor who have led you to know who Benji Hull is. Mm. So decisions that Benji makes are based around who I understand that I am. And if anything falls outside of that, sorry, yo, I can't do it. But we have young people out here. We have young leaders out here who the only thing they know is that, yo, I go to church on Sundays. I go to church on Wednesdays. I sing a couple of songs. If I'm old school, I sing a couple of hymns. And then I just go home and life starts again on Monday or Thursday. And it's just the same. It's just, you know, I'm going back. I'm leaving my Christian life and I'm going back to my normal life. Um, Definitely. But you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm sure at Trinity Western, it's even more wild because uh, that's, it's a Christian. Is it a Christian-based school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Christian-based school. I'm sure it's even crazier. You don't have to throw them under the bus, but like, I'm sure it gets a little wild. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> like there's definitely like just two crowds of people. Mm. Um, there's a very distinct line of people that like, like when they're going out on a Saturday night, they're not going out to just like go grab some food. They're going out, they're going to someone's house and they're, they're having a rager or they're, yeah. they're just wilding. That's deep. Um, but like, it's one of those things that just, I keep thinking of uh, Matthew, like Matthew five, like the salt and the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea of like, once you take away something saltiness, what's left? Mm-hmm. How, how can it be made? Like it says like, once if you take away salt saltiness how can it be made salty again yeah um, and like like if i like if i were to go up and i'd just toss everything that's happened in the past four years and i'd, I'd say they're some of the most formative of my life i mean i'm only 18 but they're some yeah. of the most formative of my life and i toss away everything that's happened in those years how am i ever to get back to that because i've tossed it away mm. like when you rip up a piece of paper you're not gonna be able to put that paper back together like, yeah, you, you got tape and you got glue and you can put it back together, but you're always going to have little chunks missing. And nothing's ever going to line up right. Hmm. Um, but I think, That's like, good, bro. I think, like, it, it goes on in, like, that chapter five. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others that may, they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Like, it comes back to that why. Wow. Like, why? Why do I get up in the morning? Why do you get up in the morning? Like, why do we get up? Why do we... Why do we go out and we serve and why do we love our community? Um, and it's, yeah. it's, it's not for me. Like, it's, it's honestly not for me. Um, so it's to glorify man. my father. And like, out of everything in my life, I hope that's what shines through. And it does, Benji. It does, bro. It really does. Sweet. Well, hey, we're going to take a break and we are going to, you guys are going to listen to an ad. So go ahead and check that out and we'll be right back. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. Yo, we're getting our second half. Thanks for listening to the ad. Just let you guys know that you don't even have to, I mean, listen to the ad because Flipboard is freaking dope. Um, but make sure that you're just listening to the episode because every time I get a play, you support my show. And that's the best part is that when it plays, you support 
Benji said he's gonna listen to my episode fifty times this week, so he can help a boy out. I mean, you know, you know how we do. <laughs> but sweet, so we're in our second half, and I just want to start with something a little sweet, a little cute, dude. What are some of your family's Christmas traditions? Oof, Christmas. So my family, uh, give the the people a little background. Uh, so I've lived in like five different cities. And I spent hmm. seven years in rural bush, Alaska. So, like, living in places you can only get by plane. The first one was a mile by a mile big. Like, we're hmm. talking small places. <laughs> so, there's, wow. there's only been a few that have, like, lasted through all the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, every single year, we do the cousin's gift exchange. For the hmm. past, like, ten years, I've lived in a different city. So, it's always been like, all right, whose name did I get? All right, I'm going to mail them this gift card. And then I'll get a gift card in the mail a few days later, like for Christmas and all that. Uh, what else? My mom. Shout, quick shout out. My mom, that lady has been through so much with me. I was not an easy kid. <laughs> I was not easy. Uh, shout out my mom. I love her with all my heart. I hope when she hears the episode, she hears this part. Mom, I love you. Hey. Uh, big. Got it. Got it. Got to give her the love. Come on. And uh, so she always has done Pajamas. Yeah, that's so we huge. get we get Christmas that's pajamas huge. the night before and we sleep in them. Yeah, and then we wake up and everyone's in there like matchy yeah. pajamas and we Come open on. presents together. <laughs> yes, and, and stuff. My mom also makes like cinnamon rolls or like monkey bread in the morning. It's like pull oh, apart yeah. bread. Oh, yes. mom, I'm salivating. Love that stuff, dude. Next week, bro, you get all that. Oh, that's it's it's like it's a week away from today. That's exciting. Oh, Yo. And then, like, stockings. Mm-hmm. My, so my younger brother, we talked about him in the first part. Uh, I love Cooper. He opens – he hands us all our stockings. And so we go – my dad opens his first. Usually my dad got, like, some candy, like, some cool new shaver tool. Because uh, uh, for the people listening, I am as clean shaven as it gets. I yep. shave because my peach fuzz shows up in pictures. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get real facial hair. I just get fuzzy and a glow around my face. And it looks like, <laughs> like it shows up and it looks like, does Benji have like a little sun inside his cheeks? What's going on? <laughs> uh, but my dad, big Dave, rocks the full goatee, can grow okay, a full Dave. beard. Like, yeah, he, he flexes on the rest of us whole boys. Yep. And so, and then Cooper, Cooper always passes them out. Then my mom, she always gets like some candy. I think this year she'll probably get like essential oils or something. Because we love that witch doctor stuff. Uh, <laughs> bro, call it witch doctor. They may. I'm telling oh, you, no. the d- essential oil diffuser, game changer in the dorm life. <laughs> game changer. Wow. Amazon, twenty bucks. Shameless plug. Game changer. When you got a bunch of eighteen year old men living in the same room, it changes it. It goes from being a locker room to being somewhere that you don't mind inviting people wow. over to. Wow. Link in description. It's Amazon big. diffuser. That's not an ad. Not Go an check ad. Check it out. Not an <laughs> ad, just a shameless plug. And then and then I get my stocking. I always get like some kind of guitar oh, tool, okay, like a see. capo or picks okay. or something like that. And then Cooper yeah. opens his. And Homeboy, I think, has gotten like a video game and some candy for the past like six years. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much the same stuff every year. Every <laughs> once in a while, mom will, mom uh, Santa, sorry y'all. Santa, we, Nate talked about this. If you still believe, I'm sorry. My mom makes the stockings. Yep. 
I'm sorry if like I just crushed someone's dreams, but we already talked about this. <laughs> uh, and sometimes they'll throw in like a ooh new new deodorant brand, like some some oh. she get she get a little wild with it. Okay, mama, <laughs> that's so funny, bro. I love that, man. You know what's you know what's funny? So I, um, if you don't know, I live with a different family uh, than my biological family. So we're we actually haven't been able to actually get like traditions, but this year. Uh, Mama Katie got these awesome uh, pajamas, and they have like ears on the on the hood. Oh, kind of fire! That's... I might have to preach. I might have to preach in that hood. It's it's kind of nice. Uh, so we're doing matching pajamas, um, and then I, I monkey bread is a must. Like you have to have monkey bread, definitely. Um, now I so traditions are great. Like I love traditions. I always watch. You always got to watch Christmas movies. You always got to watch Home Alone. Like it's all good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this is my bother with Christmas traditions. I don't know who in God's name thought of this tradition, Benji. I don't know if you're down with it, but I'm not. Who thought that it'd be okay if we one by one by one went through the ages and opened up a gift one at a time, right? So I'm 20, you're 18, right? So it goes youngest to oldest. So Benji opens his gift. And then Nate opens his gift. And then Nate's mom opens her gift. And then Nate's dad opens his gift. And then grandpa and grandma. And we go back and back. That turns... I, I know it's supposed to be a family and you're supposed to be around each other. And it's going to happen and I'm not going to say anything about it because I love seeing my little baby brother, Benji, go nuts when he gets his gifts. But who in God's name thought of that idea? Like, come like, on now. <laughs> like, like the older people, they put in the work. They've been here. <laughs> like they put in the work they've been they've been grinding like let them open their gifts first like it's just like come on like and then like because because what always happens is you have to open them uh, especially uh with julia's family when i was over there for christmas last year um i, th- I thought i had to open them like biggest to smallest um and i loved your tradition and i love like especially okay you know I, i'm i'm retracting my past statement i love the tradition because last year um, when I bought gifts, you know, I actually had a job where I could like buy everyone like the gifts they wanted, wanted. And, uh, just seeing all of like Julia's family just smile, um, was actually kind of cool one at a time when I got them their gifts. Um, but I don't think it's good. Like you said, for the older people who are like, I paid for all the gifts that y'all getting. Let me open mine first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, who knows? Um, I'm just a complainer. Uh, complainer at heart and uh, i just want my gifts i just wish we did like this thing where it was like okay everyone open your gifts like open all your gifts at one time everyone opens their gifts at one time and then we go to the next person they open all their gifts um but it's just awkward because you have a bunch of eyes just staring down on you and it's like everybody's watching like (laughs) okay so that's what he got what am i gonna get next (laughs) yep You better like this gift, boy. You're like, okay, Chill. all right, fine. <laughs> I love it. I haven't opened it, but I love it. <laughs> oh, cool. You got me socks again. Great. Love them. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I think Christmas traditions are great. And uh, I think it's also important to understand, like, with Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, invite people to those things. Like, because there's some people who don't have traditions. Like, I literally know people that are like, yeah, I'm not doing anything for Christmas. And I'm like, it's Christmas. Like, that's the best holiday of ever. And um, some people don't have, don't have families, don't have homes. So 
Um, I my family does a great job at trying to invite people into kind of just into our space and enjoy the holiday season with us mm. because a lot of people are spending that season alone um, or they just don't do anything and it's pretty sad so there's my two cents and my world's smallest violin but um, Benji I also want to talk about dude when we met at camp Chawila Peaks baby <laughs> alright so what do you remember bro bro the number one thing I remember the bees. I'm a big guy. I'm like I'm like 280 pounds. I'm six two. I'm a big guy. I know that, but I hate bees mm. so much. I hear that little buzz and I'm like, oh, get thee behind me, Satan! Like, like that. That stuff freaks me out. He said, "Get behind me, Satan!" Come on. <laughs> and the, like the winter like wasn't cold enough, so the bee population there was like two to three times as many. Uh, let's mm. see what else I remember. I remember I still have this picture on my phone, a picture of you, myself, and our boy Drew Wallen. And we just, yep. we straight flexing, like we stand there with our arms folded, like we're some Christian rap trio, like, like we just, <laughs> we just look good on that, like one day we dressed up. Yeah. Uh, man, I remember our, uh, we had like this little Bible study in the mornings, and it like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a part of the camp, but we made it a part of the camp. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, people came out, and I remember actually like one of the first times I got to like lead a small group or lead some people in something was there. I don't remember the passage we went over, but I remember just like, I remember you and Drew being like, Hey man, you want to do this tomorrow? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't know that was your first time. Yeah, man. You did great, man. You did fantastic. And I think the best thing about that Bible study and again, Youth pastors, youth leaders, like, as you're listening to this, hear this. Like, I am only maybe a year and a half, two years older than Benji. Like, I'm not super older than this guy. But I, me and Drew saw something in him, and we called it out. And now Benji is tearing up Canada with Jesus and um, loving people, like he said. Loving God and loving people. But all it took, like you said, we planted the seed. We didn't have the opportunity to harvest it and see it grow. But we planted it, and look where you are now, um, mm. a young guy that's killing the game. So, yeah, man, in our Bible group, man, I remember because the next year, you don't know this, but the next year, guess what, dude? Tell me. They didn't let me have it. What? They didn't let me have the group, bro. Yeah, man. They cut. They shut it down. I felt like a, I felt, I felt, a, I felt persecuted. No, I'm just playing. I don't know what persecution is like. But, like, um, yeah, they were like, you can't have this group. And I was like. Oh, for real? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, uh, it's just uh, there was something about religious institutions. Like, we're a school and we can't preach it. And yeah. I didn't, ag- I didn't agree with it. Um, and But there was, like, people from the last year, from your year, like, almost 15 people that were coming up to me. They were like, so, uh, Nate, when are we going to study the Bible? And I was like, shut it down. We can't. Like, <laughs> it's locked down. Become some of that, so, like, that underground railroad. Bible study, like, Dude. yo, we're meeting, we're meeting in the bathroom at three thirty in the that's morning, what, like. That's what it felt like, bro. That's what it, it felt like. I was like, like, because someone was like, "Can you just tell me something about the Bible?" So I'm like talking about Matthew or somewhere, just super loud, and I'm like watching to see if I get in trouble. So I feel you on that. And the bees are terrible. <laughs> Man, I terrible. hate bees. I the the uh, last year I was there. My last year being a JC was this year. 
uh, which was super sad. But I also got stung by a bee for the first time ever in my life. Oof. Ever. Cried my eyes out. Like, cried, ran. People were laughing. Oh, I said some bad words, I'm sure. Got first time stung. I was fine. But, like, I really felt like my leg was about to fall off. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not a fun experience. Like, No. <laughs> it's not. You've been stung by a bee? Oh, bro. The, the first time I was ever stung, I was, like, 12 years old. I was sipping on a little Arizona tea. And, like, those <laughs> things, they're so, they're so sugary. And the, the bees love them. And I, like, went to go drink it. Saw there was a bee right there, freaked out, and the bee just like stung me right on my lip, right above my uh, lip. And I was just like, after that, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with these suckers. Like, like I was crying. I was, I was bawling my eyes out. Like, you would have think that someone shot me in the arm or something. But no, just, wow. just this little one inch bee. And they are from Satan. We can agree on that one. Hey. Um, but yeah, bro, I still want to, and also like, again, speaking of youth pastors and youth leaders that are maybe listening to this, um, I, Benji, what I saw in you, bro, was a guy who loved people. Like I saw that from the jump. Um, and also something I saw in you, um, is that you, you weren't scared to take the lead even in moments where other people were trying to lead, but their leadership wasn't great. Um, but you also lift people up so great. And like, I, you know, I never got to go on the challenge course, but like hearing how you performed on the challenge course, which is like this cha- these challenges they do like up in the forest at Chuila Peak, which is in Eastern Washington. And um, also like, yeah, just the way you lift people up, like you make people, and this is a gift that few people have. You make people feel cool when they are around you. Mm. Like, when people walk around you, they're like, I'm with Benji. And, like, that's what I think. Like, I'm recording with Benji. And, like, I'm like, man, I feel I feel cooler. I feel blessed. And, like, after camp, like, you encouraged me just by your faith and by who you were and the way you love people and the way that you stayed true to who you were. Um, and you lift people up so well. And I never – I never – I don't know if – you probably have before, but I have never seen you destroy, talk bad – or even speak of anyone in an ill matter, uh, ill manner, and it's just so encouraging to see. It's so encouraging. Mm. That's that's honoring so, for me to hear, yeah. man. Because you know, like, like and for the people listening, like we all know, like, like we got those things that we think inside, and we got those thoughts mm-hmm. that, like, that they don't they don't always leave our mouths, but like they stay inside. And, like, like just hearing, like hearing you say that, like that's so honoring for me because. Like, knowing, like, that Shawila Peaks, like, that was a time where, like, I wasn't even, like, like, I thought I was, like, low man on the pole. Like, I was, like, I'm new to this whole, like, student leadership thing. Like, I'm just here to learn. Like, that is so honoring for me to hear. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Of course, man. Yeah. And just know, like, your leadership, like, your leadership may have seen when you started, like, it was low. But I'm just thinking about the way you lifted people and... Uh, the way West Valley was changed by your leadership. And you have to, you got, you know, just remember that, bro, is that you, you really did a great job. Uh, and this is on the record, but off the record, I'd say the same thing. Like you, you encourage people so well. So keep doing it, bro. Trinity uh, Western. Uh, keep killing it. Sweet, man. Well, I love you, Benji. But this last thing I want to talk about, you want to talk about is, uh, dude, so how's basketball over there in a, up in a, up in a, 
Bro, in the British Columbia. We the freaking North, baby. So since I moved to Canada, they love their Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. They love like a given Toronto's number one in the league right now. That's fine. Or first, they're first in the Atlantic Division at least. But like, they got they got like a twenty three and so, like nine record or something like that. Yep. But man, like Nate, every like I want I want you to know every time I see you post about the goat, the king, number twenty three, <laughs> LeBron James, I emulate with you so hard, bro. Because I don't I don't like I'll be honest, I'm not a Lakers guy. Like, I'm just not, a, and I know that like that hurts. But, like, I grew up in Vancouver, yeah. Washington, right across from Portland, in the age of, like, Brandon Roy, Lamar Odom, okay. like, all these big boys. But I, like, like, I didn't love basketball until, like, a year and a half ago. But I love LeBron. Like, watching <laughs> yes. him play, like, yes. seeing him play in Miami and then seeing him go back to Cleveland, just kill it in Cleveland. Yeah. And watching him move to L.A. and just cultivate these young guys. Like, he had his era as the king. Come on. And now Speak he's, like, it, like, he's the mentor. Like, he's, he's this older guy. He's in there. He's bringing up Lonzo. He's bringing up Kyle. I don't know, bro. He's bringing him up. And they're, like, do you see the dunks the other night? Him and Lonzo had dunks, and they were identical. They yeah. were the same thing. And I'm like, oh, brother. This man has the moved note. from the king to the emperor. Come on. He has a dynasty, and he is bringing L.A. up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Benji, thank you. LeBron is – I just – you already know what I'm going to say. He's, he's great. He's, he's amazing. He, the way he mentors young people – like, I'm telling you, LeBron is a great youth pastor. Like, if he, you know, if he was, like, in the faith more and, like, was a youth pastor, he'd be a great youth pastor because he'd go, look what I do. Now do it, and I'm going to get you some championship rings on the way. Thank you, bro. I am – the Raptors are actually, yeah, the number one team in the East. Um, they're killing it, and I'm sure that you are kind of maybe kind of a Raptors fan right now. I mean, I like them. I mean, I live up my, – my dad and I are trying to go to a game on my spring break, and uh, my, my spring break's a little bit different than people's. It's in February instead of, like, April or March. <laughs> so it's like – it's not a spring break. It's just like, like here's this week you get off. Uh, we're uh, we're trying to go to a Raptors game. We're trying to, yeah, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to support local. You know, we 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 support local. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And well, yeah. Thank you for speaking life over LeBron James and over the Lakers. Mm. Um, I encourage. I I I am encouraged by that because that is a good word, Benji. I knew you were a good dude. Sweet man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That right there. The affirmation. Yes. And uh, sweet, also, bro, your worship art, your worship artist. Uh, I can't wait for four years from now when I'm hearing worship music by Benji Hall, uh, his first EP. So, can we talk about worship music a little bit? Let's talk it. Let's let's get it going. All right, man. So, I'm going to offend someone by what I say because I say it a lot. Hey, go so bigger, go home. What is your? Um, I just want like, what's your one fate? What like, what's the fu- what's what do you love about it? What's the funniest thing about it? Just talk about it. Worship music. Uh, so I think like, like for our era where we love, we love our Kendrick, we love our Kanye, we love our, we love our, we love our music. We do. Uh, I think that one of the things that I've found um, is that the worship music 
of today so often reflects where pop culture is going. Like you think about, it, like we got all these new artists, like like Troy Sivan and like all these guys uh, bringing in like synthesizers and bringing in just different instruments, and slowly, like you've seen them like move into worship groups. And like disclaimer, I'm I'm not trying to rag on anyone. This is just what I think. Um, but like groups like Elevation, groups like Hillsong, like they they brought in the synthesizer, like they ushered it in, um, mm-hmm. and like I think it's just there's a direct correlation between where the world goes and where our music is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I, uh, I do love, I think it's hilarious when a group puts out an album that is like the entire same thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like different titled songs, but they all sound <laughs> like the same thing. Like, oh, Jesus, let your spiritual water wash over me. Water analogies, <laughs> like, like the same thing. I love when I, I love, like, I think it's powerful. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love proclaiming the name of Jesus. Like, that is a powerful, powerful name. But when, I, when a group just goes, Jesus, and they just sing that over and over again. Like, I'm just like, yeah, lyricism. Let's get some lyrics going. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so done with you, bro. <laughs> and I think, I, think what, I think what's important to understand is we're not saying worship music is bad. Just like I said this a couple episodes ago. Yeah, no. Worship music isn't, isn't bad. It's just funny because you speak about that. Um, I actually know a worship artist. Her name's Brie Gonzalez. And her music is a breath of fresh air um, because her song Night is so, there's so much depth to it. Um, there's so much depth to her music. And that's what I love about worship music is when there's depth, when we speak about the limit, you know, the lament in life and the bad things. And we're like, yo, Jesus, he does love me. And he's covered my, you know, covered my crimson stain and washed it white as snow. But I'm still going through it. But I, I, I know he's with me. That's when I believe I enter true worship is when I'm not just like saying how cool Jesus is, which is enough. But I'm also saying, yo, he's even cool when I'm being a dummy or, you know, just out here um, being different and God is still walking with me. Like that's to me, that's what's special uh, about worship music, bro. But I I think that's funny coming from a worship guy, worship artist, uh, worship arts major that (laughs) you think the same thing. You got these guys dropping 21 song albums and 20 of them sound the same. Yeah, no, like I... uh... I'm a big fan of another shameless plug, not an ad, disclaimer, of uh, the, song, <laughs> the song Weep With Me by Ren Collective. Man, that is, I love me some Ren. I think I've seen him like three or four times live. But uh, that song, like it just says like, the, the pre-chorus goes, you know I believe, help my unbelief. Like, like God, you know I believe, but like take me where I, like help where I don't. Yeah. Oh, man, like, I love songs like that that are just, like, raw, honest. That's like, so good. And then there, there are some songs, too, that aren't meant for corporate worship. Mm-hmm. Like, and some people might disagree with me, but, like, that song, How He Loves, He is jealous for me. Love that one. Yeah. Beautiful song, but, like, like, that's a very personal song. And, like, mm. as someone that's studying, like, the theology behind worship and what it means to have wholehearted Christos, Christocentric Christ in the center worship. 
Like, mm-hmm. like that's definitely one of those songs that like I would play like in my own private time. Like I'm at my house and I'm like, I'm chilling, I'm showing my guitar and I'm just playing and like I'm practicing so I can better serve. Um, but that's like, like one of those songs that I wouldn't necessarily take in front of a church congregation. Mm. I think something we got to realize as young leaders, as young worship leaders is there are different times for different things. And not to rag, but not everything has to be elevation. Not everything has to be your like a Hillsong song that people don't know, but that accurately and wholeheartedly proclaims the name of Jesus and allows people to enter into the presence of God. Yeah, that's deep, bro. And yeah, it's like the music isn't bad. And if elevation was like, yo, Nate, why are you talking snap? And they probably will never hit me up. Uh, fast for any of it, they're like, nah, bro. Remember, you had that episode. Um, I'm just saying that I enjoy when I enjoy when Hillsong and Elevation go outside of the, like the realms of, um, you know, outside of the realms what is popular, and they truly, like you said, Christocentric, like being centralized on who Jesus is and speaking of the full character of God throughout their album. That's when I love, Definitely. like the um. The, the the Hillsong album that has like the earth on it, Wonder, is that what it is? I think so, yeah. Like, I love that. That is amazing. Because I look at it and it's like, oh, I love that song. I love that album and that last Elevation album I really loved. But it was like, or I kind of loved. But like, we just got to know like there's more music. There's more. And there's so many different ways. Like some people listen to rock worship. Some people listen to rap. And also music. Worship isn't just music. Tell it. it doesn't have to have Come music on now, bring at it. all. Like worship is literally me sitting in my room going, "Hey, oh Jesus, um, I'm literally about to praise you right now because uh, I get to live in a room right now. I get a I get a house with a room, my own room, and I get to record a podcast on a mic. And like, I'm gonna worship you for that. I'm gonna praise you for that. But I think, especially for young people today, like well, young leader, like for young people today, they go worship. Where's the music? But maybe if we go, yo, worship, where's my God? Oh, wait. I get to talk to him him all the time, anytime. That's when true worship can be done in music because we know how to worship God outside of the music. That's just my two cents on that. But there's no such thing as bad worship music. It's just we got to understand that we got to be able to worship outside of the little cool, like, beat makers and the drums and the guitar. Yeah. And then add those things in. Um, I, uh, that's, that's what I think. One of the coolest things I've seen at school, uh, and like, if this happened, like in the church, like, I don't think people would know how to respond, but I think it's a little bit of a different atmosphere because it's on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, during our chapel time and during, we have this thing called Sunday night alive at Trinity, Trinity Western. Um, and it's just like an hour of worship music on Sunday nights together as a campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this young, there's this guy, he, I think he's a year above me or so, uh, homeboy brings flags. And he does, like, interpretive, like, flag dancing. Yes. And, like, at first, like, like, at first, like, that, I was, like, whoa, hold on. But, like, when you really think about it, that boy is probably experiencing, like, that, he is probably giving every single thing that he has mm-hmm. over to God in those moments because he gets to worship how he can relate to God. Yeah. Like, worship isn't a one-size-fits-all thing. Uh-huh. It's, like... Like he, yeah, he's waving flags. Like, cool. Like, go him. Like, now yeah. when I see that, I get, I get jazzed. I get so excited <laughs> when I see him walk in with those flags. 
I'm like, let's go. Holy Spirit, descend. Like, yeah. come on now. Like, he, I love, I love that idea of, like, what you just, I wrote it down. Worship, where's my God? Yeah. Like, where do you see God and where do you get to meet with him face to face? And if that's, maybe that's not the acoustic guitar. Maybe that's not a little bit of piano. Maybe that's in your room. Mm-hmm. Like, just sitting there talking to God, like you said. Like, maybe that's out when you're hiking. For some people, that's going up to a mountaintop and seeing all of God's creation and being like, Lord, how great are you? Like, oh, man, I love that. I love that worship. Yeah. Worship, where's my God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben, Benji, bro, you are... You are a young man that is going to help lead this world, dude. Yeah, you're gonna help lead this world, man. Um, man, bro, I'm I'm just a vessel. Come on now. Hey, come on. Hey, sweet man. Well, Ben, how can people follow you, hit you up if they want to? Like, how can people connect with you? Definitely. Uh, I have Facebook. Hit me up. Uh, my Facebook oh. and my Instagram are the same thing. It's Benji okay. Hole. Benji and then H U L L. Yep. Hit me up. Shoot. People are welcome to shoot me a text. Uh, shoot me a message. Like, let's talk worship. Let's do. Let's talk. Let's just talk life. Yeah. Like, like we we started out talking about what's my why and my why is people. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you yeah. want to talk, shoot me a message. Let's let's get a conversation going. And he will reply. He is going to hit you up. He will reply. I promise. In you that much. a heartbeat. I turn my yeah. notifications yeah. off during the day, so I'm on my phone less. But when I see it. I will reply. Yeah, so do I, man. That's such a good idea. Uh, such a good idea. Hey, Lil, man, that will for free. Turn your, no- turn your social media notifications off, and you will not get notifications. And then you're like, man, I'm on my phone list. Why? Because you didn't get the ping. You don't know people are hitting you up, so you're present with people. Mm. All right, I'm going to chill out before I pop a blood vessel. Well, sweet. Hey, guys. Well, catch us next week. We are dropping on Christmas morning. Yes, we'll drop Christmas morning. Woo! Um, this episode is going to drop tonight. Literally, we're recording it the day of. This episode will drop Tuesday, December 18th. But next week, we will have a Christmas spectacular with a couple of guests. But hey, Ben, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Hey, man, it was my pleasure. Uh, shout out to the people listening. Thank you for taking the time to support Nate. This is a guy that desperately loves Jesus and desperately wants to see the world change for him. Uh, Nate, what you've been doing, man, just real quick. I know you said a little word on me, but I want to say something on you. Uh, what you're doing, you're, you're speaking life. Like, man, you are a vessel. And I just want to affirm you and what you're doing. Like, like I, I, I'm seeing the spirit move. I'm seeing it. Love what you're Thanks, doing, man. Keep, keep up with the podcast. I'm listening every week. You, you're, yeah. you're podcasting international, baby. How does that feel? Like, you're in another country. Hey, I didn't think about that. Come on. <laughs> keep I'll bringing the word. Keep bringing yeah. life. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate that, man. Really appreciate that. Well, hey, man, that is Benji Hole, and that is episode 17. We'll catch you next week on the Youth of the Nation podcast. Hey. Peace out. Hey, they say what you saw, you gon' read. Hey, I talked to God in my sleep, 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 sleep. Yo, hey, no, I don't take no chance, yo. Want me to do my dance on the double light, yo. You should know that I don't do no double cut light, yo. Hey, what was you thinking? Holy water, homie, that's what I'm drinking. Uh, ooh, yes, it's my season. Uh, ooh, yes, it's my season. It's my time to shine. Uh, my time to shine. Hey, just like a light straight up in the sky. Uh, that's my default.